0: Now for the Bradfoe Show with Rob Bradford. With Rob Bradford. On WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Oh, man. This is going to be a tough one. All right. That... That music you just heard, the the title of the, the track is Devils by Shine Down, correct, Andrew? Correct? That's, that is correct. Alright, and there is no coincidence that we played that is because the is the current walk-in music for our next guest in the Harbor One Hotline, and that is Red Sox pitcher Zach Kelly. Zach, what's going on? How are we doing, guys? Oh my goodness, so good. I've got to be honest with you. Schreiber's walk-in music before stunk, so we found him some good ones. That was actually good
1: uh yeah I know it's, it's if we if we try to change it it's gonna be it's gonna have
0: to be a good one. How long have you had that for
1: uh like two years once I switched from a starter to a reliever, I figured I had to have more of a like a reliever walk up and that's that's the one i I went with and I've had it since twenty one
0: Okay, well, so this is your, I know that you have, uh, you you are going out, you have a newborn, correct, and and you have a young young child, and you you have to buy presents, this is the, now everything is flipped from Thanksgiving to to the holiday season, everyone's buying gift, let us be the first to buy you a gift, and that gift is at least least vetting your walk-in music, at least giving you some options, because, you know, if you've had it for a couple years, it's good to turn it over once in a while, right? I mean, you you gotta rethink things. Yeah. I'm I'm always down for for a change. Okay. I got a good one. It's by Timmy Trumpets. Oh, I know that one might be already taken. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Is, it, is that the best one? So from a player perspective, Zach Kelly. From a player's perspective, is the Edwin Diaz walk in music the best that you've ever heard? Yeah. I
1: don't know. Uh I mean it's definitely one of the best. Like right now I think it's the best, but like I still go back to Rivera with Inner Sandman. I was kind mm. of you know, on the same level. And then I was a Braves fan growing up. And I don't know what Kimball did in Boston, but when he was in Atlanta, he um, he had Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. And they did,
0: like, they did like the whole light thing and with the stadium and the flames, and it was sick. Can you go through – do you have uh, – is this something you guys – because I don't know if you know this. I've never been a major league relief pitcher. I've never been out in the bullpen. Um, I mean, I never say never, but I to this point we haven't. Do you? Can you go through all the walking musics for your bullpen mates? Do you know them all? Do you guys talk about this? Is this a thing?
1: Um, not really. They kind of catch on. Like, I know Barnes has a cool one, but I don't really know what the name of it is because I, I don't really listen to that kind <laughs> of music. But, but it sounds good. <laughs> uh, I I will say Whitlock. gets a he gets a a lot of smack talk from the guys about his his, his long back long black train is not a, a bullpen favorite by a lot of people. Is that like a country so like song?
0: It. Is that is that a country song?
1: Yeah, it is. That's why I like it. But I'm I'm one of the few down there.
0: Yeah, but you, but you, I mean, I think that you. You caught the spirit of the thing with with your song. And we're going give to you, give you at least one other option. My guy Andrew here at least has one other option for you. But uh, I do want to talk to you before we get to uh, find, find the new world, potentially, of a walk-in music for you. I do want to get to a couple things in baseball-related. One thing that we were just talking about, we, I had um, your brother on um, on the podcast this week, Joe Kelly. Yes, your brethren? Yeah. Yeah, my brother. How's he doing? He's doing excellent. He's uh he just wrote a book, it's coming out March fourteenth. I don't know if you know about it. It's gonna be a bestseller. Um he but said he, he said he was gonna he was gonna
1: sign one and get to me?
0: Well, of course. Listen, I mean, with already, I've already seen the Zach Kelly Fight Club t-shirts circulating through September. So it's, uh, cool. I feel like the, the, the Kelly family has really, really made its mark. But, but, so we talked to, we had the Zach, I'm sorry, we had the Joe Kelly Holiday Spectacular on the podcast on Thursday. And one of the things that we talked about was recruiting. And, and we talked about, you know, Aaron Judge, you'd heard about Aaron Judge going out to San Francisco, uh, being recruited yeah. and you know, Steph Curry and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I remember when we were doing our podcast, you said that when you become a free agent, that your your uh, preference of recruiting would have Zedano Chara call. Correct? Yeah, he'd be a good one. All right. Well, well, th- there we go. As we promised, when you become a free agent, Zdeno Chara, because you're a big hockey guy. Congratulations on that. I don't know if you know that the Bruins are really good this year. So yeah, they
1: are very good. The <laughs> are not
0: so good. So, but I would say this. This this spin it forward. Years from now, it's sort of like a, a Christmas miracle. Years from now, we, we look forward to the future. Zach Kelly is entered free agency. He's just had some monster years. He's ready to be wooed by teams. And we make good on the promise. And finally, Zdeno Chiro makes the call to you. At the end of the day, I have to get your honest opinion. Do you think it matters? Because one of the things we talked about with Joe Kelly, he said he thinks it's outdated. It just makes no difference. Um and you know teams, you know what teams are, so forth and so on. Do you? Would it make a difference? Say you're a free agent right now, like a big name free agent. Would it make a difference for you if they if they said fly you out and you put your name on the jumbotron? Uh, no, probably not. That's good. That's fair. Yeah. So okay. I mean, I I, I mean it's cool. Like they, you
1: know, like teams will go out of the way and do that, but like. Like Joe said, at the end of the day, it's like, like he was saying, like, if the money's gonna be the same. It's all about like, you know, what what can you do for me that somebody else can't, and so for my family, so on and so forth, stuff like that. He made a good point. I didn't really thought of it like that, but I did read that, and maybe he made a lot of good points.
0: Yeah, well, that's why he wrote a book, and there's more good points in that book. Uh, a, a damn near perfect game coming out March 14th. But that aside. That aside, it, it's it is like interesting because we as fans think it's the be all end all, Steph Curry's a Dano Charo calling these guys. But really it comes down to you know, it's a business. You know everybody knows what teams are are all about, so forth and so on. Okay, so now I'm gonna segue to your life as a major leaguer. When you pitch for the Boston Red Sox this year, um, do you feel like as you sit here, coming off of this year, do you feel a whole lot different because of the success you had, because of what you figured out in terms of being successful? How do you feel heading into 2023 as a professional pitcher, say as a guy who was heading into 2022?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely like that experience. and I know when I came into spring of 22, it was like my first invite to camp and trying to make the team out of camp. And I was just really trying to almost do too much. Um, and trying to be so perfect, but like not having that experience, realizing that I don't have to do that, and that you know my stuff is good enough to to get guys out. And you know, you know, I've been there before. I've been in a lot of different situations, and so I think that that's like a big thing for me coming into into 23 and just being able to kind of start from the jump with that mindset versus oh, I have to do X, Y, and Z to even have a chance. Um, and so I'm looking forward to.
0: Kind of getting down to Fort Myers whenever the time comes, and getting ready to go with that mindset over what I had last year. I mean, who is uh, let's be honest? Who isn't looking forward to going to Fort Myers? I am going to be honest I mean, I mean, come on! I mean, it's, it's I, mean, <laughs> I mean, where, where are you? You are you're down, you're down south somewhere, but still, it's, yeah. But it's so the, your off season will entail getting ready to for spring training. When will you go to spring training? Uh, I think it's like the first or second week of february okay I'm not exactly sure. but you, you gotta go down earlier you gotta rent the house you gotta whatever you gotta do what are you gonna do you gotta go a little bit earlier but but in the meantime you also have to play uh in the we promise that you could skate at fenway park correct yeah that was the promise that was the promise so you are a big hockey guy um and you you understand the the importance of the bruins being good around here you are a washington capitals uh, fan correct yeah, I am okay. But if you you have you cleared it with your wife that you aren't going to be able to come up in December to skate at Fenway Park at the rink because you like you said you have a little one. It's heartbreaking away. Do you have that clearance?
1: I'm I'm hoping I still got to work on that. But you, I it hoping. sounds
0: like someone who hasn't broached the subject with his wife.
1: I'm not going to say I have, but I'm not going to say I have. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, another thing we talked about in the podcast was the rules. And you were um, – we had just talked to Matt Strom about this, and he was super pointed. But you had a great perspective of it because you had pitched in the minor leagues about the pitch clock. And one of the things that, that started – stuck out for me in what you said and I've actually parroted this I think I owe you uh, a a few bucks for copyright infringement because I keep taking credit for this take but you had said well listen innings 7 through 9 in the minors is a whole lot different than innings 7 through 9 in the majors when when it comes to this stuff I mean this is so do tell about like how that you think that dynamic is going to shape out especially like when the playoffs by the way I'm thinking I'm watching these playoffs I'm like this is gonna be completely different.
1: Yeah. I mean you just, just look at the postseason from the last month or so and how you know just how on the edge of your seat you were towards that those late innings. Like both these pretty much all the teams that were, you know, there towards the end were where both kinds were dominating. And it's like those last nine ounces means so much and it you know, it takes away kind of from the integrity of it if you're sitting there trying to almost rush through it like I mean, not really rush through it, but it's like, you know, you're trying to hold a guy on and you're trying to hold Kyle Schwarber on and you got to pay attention to a, a pitch clock, you know, and uh, all of a sudden he, he steals second base. Yeah. But then it's like, <laughs> but on all more serious note, it's like, you know, you 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 really do it. It's, everything just means so much more up there, and especially later in the innings and, you know, especially in the postseason when, you know, most of the game is, is being pitched by the bullpen and you get, like I said, you get into those later innings and everything means more. The games are a lot closer and it's not like you don't always get tomorrow in the postseason. So you'd hate, you hate to almost like give up a little bit of your performance just try, to try to kind of, you know, abide by some rules that all of a sudden just kind of got thrown in there without the, you know, without the input of a lot of players. Like obviously I haven't been, in the big leagues for too long, but just kind of talking to some of the guys on the team that have been and that are more involved with the the union and stuff like that, it didn't really seem like there was much of a player input. And if there was, it didn't really seem to get um, noticed too much.
0: Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest sticking points is that I think the players, as Strom said, you know, the players really – they didn't feel like they were hurt, actually, like the vote was against it. And, you know, one of the other parts about this is – is um you know, throwing over. I mean, it's you know, you have that dynamic. You have not only the pitch clock, but the limitation of throwing over. And, and we are seeing this. The Red Sox uh, protected a guy named David Hamilton who stole like 60 bases in the minor leagues. And the reason I think they protect him is because they feel like the stolen base is going to come back. I mean, do you feel like that, that is going to be an actual thing because of these rules, whether it's a pitch clock or the limitations of throwing it over to first?
1: Yeah, 100%. Because you got, you got guys coming in just just to pinch run. And when they come in to pitch running, you pretty much know for a fact that they're trying to steal second base. And what the one thing I noticed in, uh, in AAA that is when guys would pick over, it's almost like the base runners would get a, an extra half step. And once you picked over that second time, and their lead just kind of changed drastically. Because if you throw over there, I mean – even like if, even if, if the slim chance that you do get, it's going to have to be a perfect move or a perfect throw. But you know, with the the rules, if you don't, he automatically gets second base. And so it's almost like not even worth running that risk of doing that. And so, just with the, the whole, I don't know. I just I, like like I said, I feel like they're kind of interfering with the integrity of the game a little bit. Um, I think it's going to show up a lot more than people think it is. I think it's just almost like a they're trying to attract new fans when with like without even realizing what it's gonna what it's gonna do to the fans that they already have. And I don't like looking at the the numbers from how many people watched the postseason. I don't really feel like baseball is really lacking that much. I feel like the viewership was pretty good, but I don't know. No, I'm it's not, it's it's, not, it's, it's all
0: it's listen, Zach. It's all good points, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna steal some of them. I'm 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 gonna That's like fine. I'm gonna be parroting this another, another good round of points which you, you gave me a, you gave me a free T-shirt so you can do that I mean I, basically I, a T-shirt goes a long way I get like I get basically I get a lot of, if, if, in exchange for the T-shirts including by your your presence on this show and you calling in which I always appreciate because once again I get to tweet out the picture of you taking a uh, posing with a T-shirt baseballs and boring T-shirt speaking of baseballs and boring last thing we promised Thank Andrew you. Are you ready to go you got a suggestion. I do. I do have a, su- a suggestion. Okay, we also we? we also want to play the other one that we got. Oh, right. okay. You you want to hear Schreiber's new song? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What do you got? All right. He's walking in. Okay. He's coming out of the gate. He's walking in. Everyone's got the phone up. They're filming him. It's oh, taking a little too long. Maybe he's re- literally walking in. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, he—he he, no. It, within five seconds of the of the song being on, he's on the map.
0: <laughs> maybe we maybe we get to fast forward a little bit. Can you fast forward a little bit, Andrew? Maybe we, maybe we can have the lead in. Ah, there we go. There we go. All right. So that's not bad, right? That's not bad. That that's uh, that's mud by stained. All right, Andrew, what do you got? What what do you get, what do you get for Zach? So going off of what we've just been playing, I pulled up some Avenged Sevenfold. This is the best I could do on a short notice, but I did fast forward. It's a long intro, so I don't know. Maybe we can get the Red Sox guys to edit some. Get things rid of the range. get rid of the intro. Yeah. So we're just gonna go right to the core. Here we go. Because you want to feel like you're the king when you're walking out there, right? Hail to the king. It's not bad. What do you think, Zach? A, I'd
1: give it like a seven. The,
0: the, the I'll, thing with I'll the, take it. The That's thing with a seven. The, reliever,
1: wait, the thing with the reliever walk-up song, because the starter gets their walk-up songs every time, no matter what. The thing with relievers is that sometimes you, like they run the, the ads in between innings, and so you don't always get it, get like, where you want it to start, when you want to start it. And so the key to a reliever walker, you got to have a really good intro and like a really good course in case it gets to the course, you know? Mm. It's, there's it's, been times where I get, like you get a minute and a half of it, and there's also times you only get 20 seconds of it. And so I, I think that I almost think the intro is more important than the rest of the
0: song. I love this. I love that they were breaking down the science of this. We're going to have science to it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. By the time we get to, by the time we get to Fort Myers, you, we're gonna be giving everyone's gonna have a, a walk in music, and we're gonna have. is it, put it this way, Zach: the Boston Red Sox. I don't know how good you guys are gonna be, but you are gonna have the best collection of walk in music in the in the American League. That's there, gotta be worth something. It's gonna it's worth something. You know what it's worth? A bunch of T shirts. All right, Zach. Hey, happy holidays! So good to catch up with you, and uh, and I, I guess I'll see you at Fenway Park on the on the ice.
1: Hey, that sounds good, Rob. Thanks for having me. See you guys.
0: All right. The great Zach Kelly.